Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. Hi, Phyllis and Rhonda. We've got a couple guests with us today. My daughter, Nina. Say hello, Nina. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Dom. So formal. Hi. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> We've been on this before. I know. I know the drill. Come on. Oh, well, we just had to um, come together and do this podcast because... Six feet apart. Yeah, yeah, we're all six feet apart. Don't worry. Um, We just wanted to come on here and make sure that our tribe is doing okay Mm because it's been a little rocky over here for all of us as well. And so we thought we would not only have us on, but we'd have our girls on so that they could kind of share what it's like from a younger perspective and going through this. So I'm going to let you start, Phyllis. So, yeah. So I was telling Rhonda the other day before we decided to do this, um, that I was crying in the shower. Just going to be honest about that. I'm... At least she was taking a shower though. <laughs> I am staying clean. Don't worry, peeps. Um, but I have been, you know, feeling so off kilter and so scared about things, even though I am a Christian, Mm -hmm. I know God has a plan. Um, I think it's important as a Christian woman to say, I am scared and it's okay. I, um, ultimately know who my God is and Mm -hmm. what is going to happen. Um, Dominique and I were talking about it the other day. We're not afraid of dying. We know where we're going if we die. That's not the thing. It's just the fear of the unknown. How bad this is going to be. Am I going to suffer? Is there, is it going to hit me? Mm -hmm. Is it hitting people I love? Like Mm -hmm. just so many unknowns. And so, um, anyway, I was looking through a verse this morning and I was, I came upon Nehemiah, um, two, two. And it was, it's about when Nehemiah comes before the king mm-hmm. to rebuild Jerusalem. And um, the king says to him, why are you sad when you aren't sick? This is nothing but depression. Mm-hmm. I was overwhelmed with fear and replied to the king, may the king live forever. Why should I not be sad when the city where my ancestors are buried lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? Mm, that's that's good. a very good verse. I know. What, what it, translation is it? Um, this one is the Holman um, Christian. Mm-hmm. So, the, yeah, there's... Thank you for saying that, Dominique. Yeah, I, I, so that this is the, the Holman Christian um, translation. And so Christian Standard Bible is what... Holman Christian Standard Bible. <laughs> and, I like, and I like that because words. it says, why are you depressed, right? right? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's like sometimes we're feeling the fear because other people are sad. And that mm-hmm. makes... I mean, that well, does. And it where it sad. says, you're not sick. Yeah. 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 And it just struck me. And thank you, Jesus, because I was... So what I did is I looked up... Um, I have this other Bible app that you can throw in a word and it'll like scroll through all the books. And so I put in the word fear. Mm-hmm. And I kept like scrolling. I'm like, no, that's not it. That's not it. And I came upon this one. I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly why I'm feeling 
so scared is it's like I'm not sick why mm-hmm. am I so scared mm-hmm. but I literally started I had a breakdown yesterday yeah. I start crying in the shower and it's like um someone we're gonna hopefully have on the podcast soon is Carrie Scott Garcia yeah. was talking about your head um your in your heart mm-hmm. is different from the feelings in your body yeah so your head knows like who Jesus mm-hmm. is what's going on but your body is reacting to the crisis at mm-hmm. hand and she's can explain it way better than I can but it made so much sense to me because I go that's what I'm feeling like I'm so I feel like I'm disconnected yeah you know like I know in my head I should be confident and just in my Bible and praying and doing all this stuff, but my body is feeling fear. Well, I think it's, it would be, it's not a service of you to just be like, oh, I'm so positive. And I think no matter how positive you are, and I find myself a pretty positive person, but I also deal with fear. And so I have to to literally talk to myself right. and tell myself, like, You're it's okay. going to be yeah. okay. It's like yeah. we're rocking in a corner. Yeah. We're going to be okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you wa- if you see yeah. me walking outside and I'm talking to myself, don't worry, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like we do have to, you know, we have to self-soothe ourselves. Yeah. You know, we have to be mm-hmm. like, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not... This, we are in get, a different place. We're going to get right through now. it. Yeah, we are. We don't know how. Yeah. And as a control freak, and Nina, Nina, so you guys could speak yes, to that. We could yeah. speak for, I mean, you know, it was just funny to look at our calendars and go. I mean, Everything just went blank. Yeah, I mean, we just yeah. three months. It's so of, funny because yeah. we just did this podcast where mm-hmm. I was saying, "Oh my god, I had to go get the goal setting." To, yeah. yeah, talk about yeah. So let's wow. just, yeah, we'll do a whole episode on yeah. that. Because um, your goals don't change. I mean, they don't. They they just shift. shift they yeah. you pivot. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the thing is people are having we're having to learn how to pivot, and yeah. not everybody does that well. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You, it's we have to. I mean, we yeah. have to change the way we think about things, the way we do things, yeah. the way we approach things. Yeah. I mean, I mean, coming from a business standpoint, I mean, I've got all these people who never work from home now are all working from right. home. For me, that didn't change. Right. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a big deal to me. But yeah. for a lot of like the people who work with me that were in the office, that's a huge adjustment. Mm-hmm. You know, they're used to going into an office every day, and now they're not. So, yeah. um, I think you know, just having grace with people too. Right. It's that's going to be really important. Patience is. Yeah. yeah, and how we move through it. I mean, I know I'm going to have Nina talk a little bit about... Uh, she, I feel what bad happened? for Nina because yeah, she has literally had one disappointment after another. <laughs> and um, last, so I'll just kind of tell you this, last Thursday she called me and she's like, I got to move out um, of my apartment because my roommate's are, you know, their school closed down and her... So she's in her last year of college. Yeah, she's yeah. in her last year of college. She will be graduating in May. Although, and moving back home. Yeah, and she's yeah. planning on moving back home, but, but not, not until so May. Not, yeah. yeah, last weekend. Yeah. So, um, you know, she called and I was like, okay, I had a flight already scheduled. I was going to go fly down and help her, you know, drive home and um, for spring break. And I, we just, I told Jason, I'm like, well... I canceled my flight. We're getting in your truck and we're going to go move her tomorrow. And so, you know, Thursday, I'll let you kind of talk about how that process went. It was pretty crazy because Thursday I went to class, like not knowing this was going to be my last time in a school (laughs) ever, ever. Yeah. Yeah. And last time in college. So Mm -hmm. it was just like a normal Thursday. 
And then I came back and I saw an email from the dean and he was like saying that they were taking precautionary measures and we were off for two weeks. And then my roommates were like, well, we're off, you know, the rest of the school year. They were moving out. So yeah, last minute, ran to Home Depot, got uh, some boxes and randomly <laughs> started packing up my life. So Which, it was- by the way- you Crazy. had a lot of boxes, girl. <laughs> yeah. what you know heck? what? What did you? Yeah. What you have in that apartment? I know. I know. I was, I was like, like, I'm you, you still would think unpacking. She lived there by herself. Yeah. I'm still unpacking. I'm like, how did I hoard all this oh. stuff? <laughs> I didn't realize. Now, like, anyway, say, it came in good. It yeah, came in handy. handy. I'm just gonna say, her hoarding came in very <laughs> beneficial because I think she was starting a Mexican restaurant. Where rice and beans for a year. <laughs> she we had like it. beans and rice <laughs> and a ton of spices, and I was like, glory, hallelujah! She's got extra. I was prepping for the coronavirus. So like I live by myself and I was telling my mom, I was like, you know what? I think I'm just like naturally a hoarder. <laughs> friends in our family. I, that. I always buy like certain yeah. certain foods, right? And I like to cook a lot of Mexican food. So I have like the diced tomatoes. Like I have like six cans of diced tomatoes. <laughs> and like then I have beans in there. And, like whenever I would use them, then I would go buy a new can. So I'm like, well, you gotta keep it restocking. So you know, I got free. So I told food. her I may be running out of rice. She goes, Don't worry, mom, I've got Yeah, I'm like, I got a we're good. Oh Between God. me and Dom, we're good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're we're going to survive. You guys are good. <laughs> so speaking of the younger generation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I just want to go real quickly back. Just tell them some of the things that maybe like yeah. disappoint you. Because it it's just, it's just escalated from there. It really did. It was like I started packing up and then um, my bachelorette party was supposed to be this coming weekend. Dom was supposed to be a part <laughs> yeah. of it. We're really sad And about that. my matron of honor was like, I think we have to cancel it. And I was literally in the midst of packing up my stuff and putting it in the car and my matron water calls me and she's like I'm so sorry but I have to tell you we have to cancel it and so that was just another disappointment and then just after like coming back you know driving back it just it didn't set in that I was like going home forever like I was never going back and then on top of that like my roommates were gone Mm -hmm. when I was leaving like I didn't even get to say bye to them and it was just kind of weird you know it was just very like surreal and it just I mean, the virus, like, escalated after that. Like, yeah. once we got back here, it got really, really bad. And then Monday, I got an email from the dean saying he was shutting down the school. So we're so grateful we moved out right. yeah. before having yeah. that spring break, having yeah, we to go back all the way. We were kind of proactive, not knowing that we were yeah. having to be proactive. Yeah. But I think it's hard because it's like, you know, for for people out there that are, you know, have plans, you know, I mean, there's a lot of kids that are graduating, right? Not graduating high school and college. And those are both really big accomplishments. And to have to do those, you know, it's kind of, you know, the joke and the meme on Instagram is, you know, they're all doing it on zoom, you know, they're all, but it it is, I mean, it's really devastating. And then, you know, Nina's getting married in June. Yeah. So on top of like my graduation getting canceled in May, I, I mean, my fiance, he had to cancel his bachelor party. I canceled my bachelorette. And then now, like, we had a discussion a couple days ago of, like, okay, if they cancel our wedding, like, what are we going to do? Like, yeah. that just never was, like, a thought in my mind that I was going to have to have a conversation like that with him. Mm-hmm. So it's just been really scary because it just feels like day after day like we have to think of an alternate plan and you know now it's like not only the wedding but what about our honeymoon and are we gonna have to push that like it's bridal shower yeah bridal shower was canceled too like all these little events that you're like planning up to it totally got canceled like the whole schedule is clear like we were saying Mm -hmm. like it's and emotionally you had a thought in your head of what it was gonna look like and what it was how you were gonna feel and what the day was gonna be like and now 
it's out of control, out of Mm -hmm. your control. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because we were having a conversation. So we actually had a conversation with her fiance's family because we were trying to figure out like, okay, like what are next steps and you know, what should we do? They both agreed that they want to get married regardless. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, thank goodness we got pastor John because you know, my daddy's a pastor, so (laughs) we good on that. He can marry him tomorrow. But, um, I, you know, it was more of just like, okay, where do we go from here? And it just feels so surreal, surreal. to be thinking yeah. like, you know, cause you, you do, you, you plan goals, you have yeah. expectations. And then yeah. I, I was telling her the other you day, you have dreams, you yeah. think about what it's going to look like. Yeah. And it's like, you have gonna, yeah. expectations. Yeah. Right. And so the funny part is, is that through it all, I, um, you know, we've talked a little bit about me writing my book and it's, it's, the whole book is on expectations, which I think is kind of ironic. And I wanted to finish it by March 18th. It didn't happen because she got engaged and all this other stuff. Because you have more content to write. I have a lot to write, apparently. (laughs) So it's kind of funny because I remember Phyllis telling me a couple weeks ago, we sat and we were talking and she goes, when the book is ready to come out, it's going to come out. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, how ironic that Mm -hmm. what we're dealing with right now is expectations, Mm -hmm. whether it's a small, you know, something small from just a family vacation or if it's you getting married or Mm -hmm. you know my parents are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary in a couple weeks and it's like all everything's changed like everything for everybody has changed to a different level so um yeah I don't know I mean I just feel like She's, I feel like Nina's managing it well, considering she's an expectation. A part of, of me girl, is scared. Yeah. I'm like, am I managing it too well? Is this something that's going <laughs> to happen? Yeah. coming. Yeah, I mean, yesterday, like, I was struggling a little bit, too. Yeah. Like, it was, like, the fear based of, oh, my God, I don't mm. want to get it. Oh, my God, what if I'm a carrot? Like, you hear yeah. all these things, yeah. like, on the news, and then you're like, I don't want to infect my grandparents. Yeah. Like, right. just these little things, yeah. and then, you know, just to have all these expectations. And as, like, a little girl, you just remember your wedding day and the bachelorette party and mm-hmm. celebrating with everyone. So, yeah, it's been a lot of disappointments but taking it day by day and that's like all you can do at this point yeah yeah and we're all in the same boat so I think that's the thing to remember is that none of us are you know it's not like it's an isolated issue to just you it's Mm -hmm. like we're all feeling these things well and then you feel like is that selfish to even feel that way? Because there's people that are sick. Totally. That, are that is having, totally yeah. something I'm feeling too. Yeah. yeah. So I know um, the feeling of guilt of mm-hmm. saying like, well, is this a big deal? Because some people do have relatives that are going through the coronavirus yeah. or there's nurses out there that mm-hmm. are in the front lines mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. people that are in the service industry that still have to be in yeah. front of other people. And so um, we have that sense of like, I shouldn't even be complaining, mm-hmm. but I think feelings are valid no matter yeah. what they are. And so, like you just said earlier, um, I'm trying to keep it all together. It's okay if you don't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have every right mm-hmm. to, to, and this is for yeah. everyone listening. Yeah. You have every right <clears throat> to cry in the shower yeah. and say like, I'm so dang scared right and now. I'm like, I'm and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm and things, things have changed in this way. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, we thank God for our health, you mm-hmm. know, and that we're, the, if, if that's all we have to worry about is changing a wedding date, but that doesn't take away from, you know, like the sadness mm-hmm. that you have from that. And so, um, so we can flip it both ways. We can say like, you know, Hey, at least we have our health. We have our family here. You're home. Mm-hmm. Like what a great yeah. thing you would have been. So what if they had shut down the roads and you couldn't come home? Like mm-hmm. that would be worse. And, um, that happened so earlier. I was supposed to. I was supposed to be gone this yeah, week. Yeah. So speaking of that, so yeah. we did. Let me go real, back real quick. Yeah. So we did this episode on fear, and um, it was kind of a little last minute. Phyllis and I mm-hmm. are supposed to be recording. I go. I just feel like we need to do something on fear. 
So I, you know, wrote a script up real quick, uh, some points that we wanted to talk about. And I got the edited version back just a couple days ago. And I was kind of chuckling because Phyllis was saying, well, you know, we're going to go to this. I'm going to go to this conference. (laughs) And, you know, there's only 20 some of us. And, you know, I'm going to go anyway. You know, because obviously when this first happened, like, we didn't know mm. how massive it was going to get. We kind of were. I think being... we were ignoring like how serious it was. Well, I think we were slowly escalating. Like, yeah. I feel like it went from I don't know. It went from zero to one hundred. Like yeah. I yeah. felt like like I flew home what last Monday? No, two weeks, two weeks ago, ago yeah. on two Monday, ago, yeah. and it was like happening. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, whatever. I'm still yeah. getting it on a plane. And then Thursday. and then it was Thursday. I was packing up yeah. and leaving, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like this was yeah. only a matter of two days, yeah. and it went from zero to one hundred. Right. And yeah. so I don't think any of us could have realized. I mean, I think yeah. we were all trying to be precautionary, yeah. like we yeah. knew. And then she's right; it went from zero to a hundred. Yeah, we didn't like think that. it was going to mm-hmm. be like worldwide. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so you were supposed to go to a conference. So, so talk a little bit about that. Very small group. There was twenty eight of us, and so. So at the time, it was like groups of 100 or more, right. 50 or more, whatever right. the number was, um, can't gather. And so our the the conference was in North Carolina, and the conference center said, no, we're good. Like, keep them coming. It's under 50. We'll be fine. And my only concern was, is that's great. I, I don't have a fear of going there. God wants me to go there to learn whatever I need mm-hmm. to learn to be a better speaker for the world. Like, that's great. I'll do that. Uh, I just didn't want to get stuck there after I flew. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a connecting flight into Atlanta, and then I go into Asheville. And so my kids actually were very fearful. They kept saying, we don't want you to go. Like, this is scary. Uh, of course, through the age thing in there, you're an old person. You're, <laughs> you're, like, you're at risk. You're part of the, the yeah. statistics. Which uh, I'm laughing because Vogue was Vogue did this article on the boomers are pretending like <laughs> we're we're fine. Nothing's happening to us, and it's because we're so healthy. Like right. used to be, older people were more compromised, mm-hmm. but everyone's so active and everything. Now we're kind of in denial. Like right. no, we're 18. We're yeah. good. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not afraid. And so I remember telling Ariel. Um, you know, I've been praying for God to shut the door or open the door because I also, so being a believer, I feel like sometimes we are put in positions where the world says don't go, but God says move, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's that fine line where you have to, like, you don't want to be stupid and naive. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I'm like, Lord, do you want me to go to this? If you want me to go to this, I will take the hit. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll go. No matter what happens, I'll go. But I need you to close the door, shut the door. If this is unsafe, like, please close the door, shut the door. Thursday comes. They're still doing it. Friday comes. Um, Ariel was down with her family. She's like, Mom, we, you know, my son-in-law doesn't want me to go. My daughter doesn't want me to go. Like, Mike's worried. Dominique's worried. Like, everyone's kind of like, I don't know, Mom. I don't think you should go. And I said, I'm just going to wait. I'm just waiting till Monday. Let me just wait till Monday. So Monday comes, 10 o'clock, the conference said, the center where we were having it, we're going to shut it down. And I said, there you go. Mm -hmm. Like that's your answer. Mm -hmm. So, so that gave me great peace because it was like, God took that decision for me so that I didn't have to get on the plane. Thank God, because now we would be at at the conference right now. And I may not be able to come home at this point because the airlines are shutting down. Or or would you even want to get on a plane? Right. And so, um, what was great is one of the ladies that was going there, has um 
it's so neat because you meet all these people that just become friends. Mm -hmm. And she said, Phyllis, um, I was kind of concerning, putting my concerns on the Facebook private page. And she said, Phyllis, if you get stuck here, you I'll, I'll rent a car and you can come home with me to Missouri. And I thought, how sweet, like, I don't even know this person, but what happened from this was yesterday we got an email from the two ladies that are putting on the conference and they said, this is a total God thing, which I just love how he works. Um, they called another conference center because they're trying to reschedule it for later in the year. And they called the Billy Graham Conference Center, the Cove, which no one can get into. And she said, I know this is a long shot. We've tried to get in to see you before. First of all, they're too expensive. And second of all, they're always booked mm-hmm. up. She said, I have one date from this time to this time. And I just don't know. I'm just taking a shot in the dark. We've been praying about it. And the phone went silent. And the guy was in tears. And he said, that's the only date we have left for 2020. And it's yours. And she said they prayed over the phone together. And he said, I don't know, like, what's going to happen with this conference, but it's going to be something really special. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, those are the things I cling to because Mm -hmm. what the world sees is doom and gloom. Like Mm -hmm. God is just moving in mysterious ways. Mm -hmm. So um, when I become like overwhelmed and I'm just like, okay, Lord, you're in control. Mm -hmm. Like you have a plan that's bigger than any plan. So we were never meant to be at this conference. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. And you know what? I think that when you are able to. You know, if you're not a believer, I think that's really hard to understand. But when you do know how God works and how he, um, you know, I've seen him just place me in places that I would have never Never. even imagined, you know. And so I know that there's there's seasons and times for everything. And I feel the same way. I mean. We were talking about it before we even got on here, just even about this podcast. Like, who could have known that God was preparing us for this I mean, to be able to do this, do this. Yeah. right now. because To reach you guys and not mm-hmm. be hurting anyone. We're not in person, but mm-hmm. we can reach millions of people mm-hmm. by our voices, mm-hmm. which is yeah. great. No, for sure. Dom, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you're feeling? Um, I've had a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, the biggest thing for me is I do... Um, I really easily fall into a depression and I have to be careful. Um, you know, I don't, I haven't been like diagnosed or anything by a doctor, but I notice myself that like, I can't get off the couch. I, you know, can't move. I don't want to get up out of bed. Um, and that's just things I notice when I do fall into that. So when everything started happening, you know, like I said, I live alone. I'm by myself. Um, I'm single. So for me, like, I don't have that, like, person to rely on. You know, like, Nina has her fiancé. Rhonda and my mom have their husbands. And so, for me, I have my parents. And luckily, you know, my parents live in town, and I don't live far from them. So, I'm able to go into the car and, like, drive to their house because I'm not... Yeah, Yeah. like, I'm I'm not, like, close to anyone when I I go to my car. So, I feel like it's totally safe for me. Mm -hmm. But to go out and to be able to see them, it, it gives me such a good break because if not, I would be falling into that depression. Like well, I no think other. that's really important because yeah. I was listening to the news yesterday and they were talking about um, how people who are by themselves, that live by themselves, mm-hmm. how the isolation can feel so incredibly real. Yeah. And 
I mean, we feel isolation and I have people in my house. Right. So I can only imagine, you know, I mean, you're, you are blessed because, yeah. you know, yeah. you're, I'm you're able here. I'm myself that yeah. break and mm-hmm. to like, just to, you know, go, okay, I'm going to leave my apartment behind for a second, go mm-hmm. see my parents and then go, okay, you know what? I'm going to go back home and just like spend time again by yeah. myself. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think too, you know, the one thing that when I went through my breakup in the beginning of the year, I was like, you know, I really want to start getting back into like my physical, spiritual fit self. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, let me buy, um, I follow this girl. Her name is Stephanie Mae Wilson and she does, um, it's called the girls night podcast and she has all these devotional books and she does courses and one of her courses was love your single life. And so I had done it a couple years ago and I absolutely loved it. And so I've always loved her writing and everything. So she has these 90-day devotionals, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to do that. That'll help me kind of get back into mm-hmm. my spiritual fit self um, and really just start, like, reading the Bible from beginning to end. I really want to do that this year. And so that was something that I wanted to focus on and then also, you know, physically fit. Like, I wanted to be, you know, back into my regular routine of, like, working out and eating healthy, and I just wanted to feel, like, good again because I feel like when you're kind of connected in these different ways, that's when your doors are open to, like, meet someone. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was like, you know what? Now that we are, like, isolated, I feel like it's the perfect time to really do it, Mm -hmm. and I was kind of half on, half off of doing it. Like, I would go through her 90-day devotional. I'd go through, like, day one, two, three, and then I'd stop for, like, five days. <laughs> and I'm like... She'd be in real, people. Yeah. Real. So real. Hey, you want to hear the it. truth? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. So, but, yeah, so, you know, I just was like... One day I woke up and I was like, I, I think I need to do this in order for me to, like, really appreciate and see how God's working and... Mm-hmm. and and go back into the word. Cause I think mm-hmm. I always have a hard relationship with God when it comes to sometimes I'm totally a vending machine Christian where I'm like, God, <laughs> please give me this answer. And then I get it. And I'm like, great. Thanks. Like, see you later. <laughs> and you know, it's hard to, um, I think lots of people are vending machine Christians. Yeah. That's, that's my coin word. It, well, it is, like, I, I, I love it. the word because or it's, like true. it's, the, it's um, true. The Santa Claus Christian. No, totally, where it's like because, you ask Santa yeah, Claus for yeah. a gift and yeah. he's it to you. And it's, it's hard to, you know, not, see that because it's hard to follow him Mm -hmm. in the times of of need and hardship and so for me I was like you know I just I want to get back into my my good routine of of um reading and everything and so one of the things I read just a couple days ago was she was like just ask him to be um or she was like ask for um what he's given you as a blessing in the past, like, day, two days. You know, she goes, her thing is is called the Lipstick Gospel, and it's all about, like, coffee and stuff because that's how she goes into her word. And so she was like, even if it's a good cup of coffee, yeah. like, you know, at, like, thank him for that, praise him for that. And I was like, you know what? I was like, there's so much for me to be grateful of right yeah. now. Like, I have a house. I have food. I have toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Nina has beans, so you guys are like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm able to go to and from my parents' yeah. house right now. Yeah. I'm not on total lockdown. You know, my yeah. parents are still healthy. I'm still healthy. And so there was so much where I started to be like, you know what? No, I'm so grateful for all this stuff. And so it kind of started to get me really, like, weirdly excited and happy and like, yeah, I get to do it. This is life. Like, I just was so excited. And then I went over to my mom's and I was like, let's take a walk. Yeah. And then we like. Which, by the way, was yesterday when I was crying. And she came over and she's like, come on, mom, let's go take a walk. And I was like, yeah. And we felt so. We walked for almost three miles. Like, we took a bit. My butt hurt. (laughs) 
sore already. Yeah. I'm so out of shape. And so we decided we need to do that, yeah. like, yeah. like at least three times and a even week. And even Dom, go. I mean, Dom, you were in New York. And yeah. You came, so, I mean, that's the other funny thing is when we're talking about, like, where God places you when you yeah. need to yeah. be in places, you know. I would have died fact, if she was right. that far. I know. I thought about that, that earlier today. I just was like, you know what? Because I actually have a friend from Martown who... Um, lives in New York. She actually lived with my old roommate in New York and she was at home right now and I saw she was home. I'm like, are you at home? And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I actually had planned this flight and so I just, you know, decided to come back since everything's been happening and I'm like, good for you because I was like, you know what? I'm like, that would have been the worst to be away from your family, yeah. to be in isolation and in New York, you know, I was telling Rhonda, like, you can't go out and mm-hmm. be six feet apart from people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no inevitable of you being next to someone. You, you're going to be next to someone. So, you know, so for us, mm-hmm. we can go take a walk. We mm-hmm. can breathe the fresh air. We can go in our backyard. We can go in our front yard. Like, yeah. you know, we have a lot of options. Whereas, like, there's if you're a in a space. city, you're yeah. confined. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. are in that apartment, in yeah. that space. I mean, just the fact that you're able to be home with your family and, yeah. you know, that, I mean, even... We're very fortunate because both our girls work with us. Yeah. So, um, you know, Dom, what is your official title for your mother? Well, my official title <laughs> that I gave myself is executive assistant slash project manager. It's to actually, the diva herself. It's actually on my signature. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's been a great um, blessing as well. As, and that was one thing I wrote in there when, when I read that prompt that morning was, <clears throat> you know, that's a huge blessing of me being able to work with my parents, still have an income, and be, you know, We okay. forgot to tell you that's cutting off. Yeah. <laughs> She's being laid off. Even, even if they we did cut it off. Anymore. Even if they she did still cut can it eat off, their food. I can still eat their food. Yeah. Yeah. That's you can't. the thing. She does stay for dinner. Yeah. Right? So, you know, no, I mean, I think it, and that is great. awesome. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you do that. Nina helps us with all our social media on 24 yeah. Carat, and I rely on her greatly to give me the information that I need that's new. Um, so, I mean, I just feel mm-hmm. blessed that, like, I mean, I feel blessed that you started your business when you did. I know. Well, I was just saying, like, both Dom and I, we don't mm-hmm. have to go into an office yeah. where we're, I mean, there's a lot of people now that are still having to go into offices. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's scary. Like, yeah. we're so blessed that we could work from home yeah. and work with our parents, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. And be able to still keep working. Yeah. We still yeah. have projects that we're working on, even though, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone's shut down. Yeah. This, this, this is still yeah. a I mean, live yeah. thing. We can I, still yeah. keep this going. We, we're blessed. Yeah. No, I mean. I mean, I do. I feel, to... I feel so blessed. I mean, I have my regular job, which is incredibly right. busy because I am in healthcare. So, um, you know, it, it's She's been slammed. kind of, it's been a little crazy, <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that I am because a lot of, you know, meetings that I had lifted and I'm not traveling as much. Yeah. It's giving me the free time to create some things voice. off, yeah, yeah, off, you know, my normal schedule. Cause a lot of times I'd wait till I got on a plane to be able mm-hmm. to like write or do things or I'd be doing it late at night or super mm-hmm. early in the morning right. because I had to fit it into my schedule. And so now I've, you know, been freed up yeah. quite Which, a bit. Which by the way, as a writer, I have to commend you because I have friends that have full-time jobs or little mm-hmm. kids and they're writing books and things. I will say as a writer, like that is your full-time job. So to be able to do that on top of your other jobs and family and all that, that's crazy good. It's the hardest thing ever because when you write, you could literally write for six hours a day, Yeah, you know, because there's just a lot of Mm -hmm. research and a lot of blood and guts that you got to put on that paper and get into that book. 
So yeah, so that's no easy task. Yeah, I do feel like it's been, um, it's interesting because we were laughing because I I do, I love to write, right? So I kind of, I get these downloads, Mm -hmm. which is really weird. And so I'll go into like, I can literally power things out Mm -hmm. like like that. And then it'll kind of be quiet for a little bit. And then I'll be like, okay, I have to think. And then all of a sudden I'll get this like, Mm -hmm. okay, I've got it. You know, so I go into these spurts. So a lot of times when I was, you know, when I was traveling and I had like this super hectic schedule, I would just write pieces of ideas like I would yeah. just literally oh like, notes in the phone yeah, are like the yeah, best yeah. it's yeah. like oh I got an idea I have an <laughs> idea and I'm not sure I mean I literally have all these open crazy notes yeah. that just could be easily girl I have like five book titles <laughs> in there right now and all these little snippets yeah, of things it's like crazy. someday it but that's crazy. you got to take it where you yeah. can and that's so the I do think we thinking. have to you know be be pulling from those gifts that God has given us in a time of when we're in isolation Mm. because we get so used to going to work and home and doing our regular routine. And it's like, now we're all off routine. Like we're not, this isn't, so if God has given you a talent, if he has given you something, share it with the world and, and really dig deep into it. We're going to actually go into a second part of this. So we're going to end this episode right now. We have some tips for you on the next episode. We're going to talk more to the girls just about their feelings and, um, how they're dealing with all of this also. So until next time, 24 Carat Tribe, sparkle on, go follow us on 24 Carat Conversations podcast, subscribe, and please share. We know that right now people are looking for resources and we want you to share our podcast with whoever you can. And so until next time, sparkle on. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.